This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues, zero issues. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues, zero issues. Hey, so this week, uh, if you're watching this on on a video thing, you may notice that it's a video. And if you're watching it, you know, the regular audio style, there's a video. Just right if you're off watching the, top. the audio, which is awkward. And well, you're watching yeah. a waveform. You're you got yeah, Winamp loaded up, and you're looking at the visualizers. And it's... Winamp. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there is a video. So if you're listening to it on your phone on a podcast form, an audio form, throw your phone in the garbage because oh no, you're gonna have to get your phone though to go to Use YouTube. Use your phone. Shoot. Get the, get the phone out of the garbage now. Yeah. Go go to YouTube. Wipe it off. Accept my zero, apologies zero for making you throw podcast. it out. <laughs> I'm what sorry. we're getting to is the fact that we actually have an interview with the one, the only, uh, Mr. Chip Zdarsky, mm-hmm. uh, which we were lucky enough to snag, and he was gracious enough to give us an interview as he was doing his little uh, jaunt across uh, a good chunk of Canada, doing stuff. Not so little. Not so little. That's a lot of. No, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of a, kilometers. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically so, from. If you're Southern listening Ontario to, this, to the, BC. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. listening to this the, the day it comes out and you live west of Thunder Bay, you there might still be time to go see him. Yeah. And go do it. Super yeah. nice guy. Super nice. Oh guy. my god, Sweet it was heck. very very gracious and kind of him to uh to give us so much time. I was like, "Oh, we could yeah. ask him like a couple of questions. He's I'm sure, you know, he's got better Hey, he was better very nice." To do to talk to us. Yeah, exactly. Turns out not so much. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Anyways. No. Cut to uh, cut to the earlier recorded sweaty palmed versions of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh without further ado, without further rambling from us, let's let's get to that interview part. You pick you one. Grow, and you, you, with it. you grow, you change. You grow and you change for yourself. <laughs> I mean, Nothing. The same weight and height I ever was. <laughs> you came out that size. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, first nice. of all, welcome to Zero Wishes Come Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time on your tour and in You're here. welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those that don't recognize the man behind the mask, this is uh, Chip Zdarsky. Uh, yeah. Mar- Marvel writer, DC writer, mm. indie writer, mm. sex mm. criminal. Bon vivant all around. Yeah. Big ass deal. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. A real, I'm a big ass deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty big deal. Yeah, I agree. All, All right. right, good meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that concludes. Bye. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said it. That's 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 binding. I think maybe let, let's start with the the cross country tour that you're on. All right. Um, yeah. you, starting kind of in southern Ontario, you said you went to Montreal a little bit too. Yep. But you're coming up through Thunder Bay across northwestern Ontario, yep. and then all the way to Nanaimo, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a jaunt. It, it is a jaunt, but I uh, my pandemic project was learning how to drive. So uh, no time like the while present. you were on this trip, <laughs> you just got on the highway. <laughs> well, I mean, like the, the first time I was on the uh, the four hundred one highway was uh, on my way to Montreal uh, in a rainstorm. So yeah. I was like, all right, this is this is a thing. Yeah, I've done that drive, and it's not it's that, not the best. That's not the no. best drive to start. But I still with. love it. Like that's the thing because I'm so new to driving, 
that for me it's still fresh and interesting. Yeah. Like I keep telling people, like it's like freedom. You just throw your stuff into this apartment that moves. I can actually go places and enjoy things. Like I spent my whole life never singing in a car, and now I can just crank the tunes and I can put the windows down and just like just go full blast. It's amazing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious because it's like there's a lot of authors who have like when they put out a new book or something, and the, the publishing company sends them around and they do a little book tour yeah. I'm assuming that's not really what's going on and that's your this is your impetus to do this you and are you are correct DC and Marvel are not paying me <laughs> to go on the road um, yeah I mean like it's, it's yeah. partly that I want to do the cross country road trip because right. I've never done it before so it stems uh, out of the driving thing stems out of the yeah. driving thing but also just like I don't know I spent like a whole pandemic not seeing people and not uh meeting readers and and like especially hitting kind of the the big cities i'm just like oh my god there's so many people that are like that read the books and i never quite put it together my job is to sit in a room if i do a lot of this i send in the script take a breath start another script send it in uh and unless i'm on twitter which i very much try not to be i'm not really seeing reader reactions right so actually meeting people in person we're just like oh that's awesome or you suck uh, either way either it's way a it's a reaction <laughs> that's all i could ever hope how, for. how many people here lined up to tell you that though i'm just <laughs> oh yeah it would be yeah, you would not be surprised that's uh, carl he does that this is carl yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um I don't know. You want to throw stuff no, in, or I just keep going? going. I will interrupt. Um, don't worry, I'm very good at interrupting you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He said nine. Shut years, up. Nine years of practice. <laughs> um, start off with the idea of working on huge characters, like ones that have legacies. Um, how do you approach telling a fresh story with a character that has 75 years of backstory and multiple writers having approached it? Do you kind of, do you mind the answer? <laughs> so depressing. just realizing all this right now. Oh, oh God. This is where the second camera is very good for. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, do you mine old stories to try to find nuggets? Do you look at the previous art, uh, creative team and say, like, this is what they did. I'm going to continue it. Or do you just take what they did and throw it in the bucket and out of take spite a, specifically take a dump yeah. on it and leave it sort of thing well it's funny when uh, the day was announced I was writing Batman I got an email from sorry name drop Mark Wade <laughs> um, uh, congratulating me and then he said uh, just so you know out of all characters in fiction Batman is the one who's had the most stories actually written about him right. so good luck coming up with new stories <laughs> like that was his whole email to me uh, Mark Wade's a dick just so yeah. like, the world needs <laughs> to know that yeah and he's right like it's almost impossible to find like a, a wholly new story for a character like that yeah. uh, years ago uh, another name drop Matt Fraction told me that um, writing for Marvel in DC is a little bit like um, performing a cover song like you're taking kind of the original stuff and then you're putting your spin on it yeah um, and so I, I always had that in the back of my mind especially like with, with Daredevil and Batman um where you're like, okay, well, what can I, what can I, what can I pull from out of the continuity and, and put my, my different spin on it? So funny enough, Mark Wade's stuff and Batman was kind of my starting point go-to. because he did the, this Justice League uh, Tower of Babel story where Batman had like ways to defeat all the Justice League. Yeah. So it just gave me the question, like, well, how would he stop himself if something happened? Uh, and so, and so, yeah, so it's like, 
I'm not retelling the story, but I am kind of building off of what came before. That's the beauty of continuity comics, too. If you're going to be playing in the sandbox, which is a horrible analogy. I hate when people <laughs> use that, and here I am doing it. Um, you want to you want to you want to mine what came before, um, and not be beholden to like, I don't know, like I I use a lot of Grant Morrison stuff uh, in my run, and I think uh, an older version of me, or a younger version of me, I should say, would uh, be too scared to do that because you don't want to touch Grant Morrison yeah. stuff because yeah. they're the best. Uh, but it's also like, well, it's part of it. It's part of the job. Like. Everything that came before is fair game. I'm going to take fun the worst it. stuff and, <laughs> and start with that. Well, he, I mean, he 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 kind of took not the worst stuff, but he took like just a wild, weird idea of this Batman of Zurinar, this Silver Age story, right. and and uh, and turned it into this cool reimagining. And now I'm taking it and like I'm not making it cooler, obviously, but uh, but I'm still I'm building off of the thing where he built off of previous stories. So yeah, that helps. It seems like it'd be a challenge. Like, what's the strangest little nugget in like continuity you can find and bring up and turn into something completely different? Or I I know I know uh, yeah yeah there are a few things like obviously I can't reread every Batman comic, yeah. uh, but there are things that I remember from my childhood. I'm like, oh, that would be cool to kind of bring back and like figure out a new take on it. I think yeah. that's generally how most comic creators work. They go back to the stuff from their youth. Yeah when they were like really into the books that they kind of imprinted on and yeah. kind of play off of that. What's the thing that got me excited originally? Yeah, yeah, for there. sure. Right. Yeah. Haven't yeah. seen Harold in a while, that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Harold. I think they killed Harold, didn't they? <laughs> oh, I think they did, it's actually. Comics. Yeah. It's comics, yeah. it's fine. That's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like well, yeah I'll, I'll do a 12-issue return of Harold <laughs> <laughs> miniseries just for us. Thank you. I, I love Harold. I love Harold. Yeah. Um, sort of leading off of that, how yeah. do you feel about the idea that, you know, in five years' time, this storyline may not count, it might be completely wiped, it might do some sort of reboot, or it's just, you know, you're doing it for the amount of time that you're doing it, and then it might be gone. Yeah, I don't care at all. Oh, cool. Like, I mean... <laughs> Check clear. Because you you know? <laughs> there's zero control over that. Like, uh, all you can do is, like, write the best story you can and step away. And if it continues... It could be either good or bad because it could continue in a way that you would never have wanted it to continue. Right. So in a lot of in a lot of cases, it's kind of nice when it doesn't continue. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of opportunity for for that kind of I don't know uh, legacy. I guess like when I was doing Spectacular Spider Man, it was secondary to Amazing Spider Man. Um, so you don't get to do much on the secondary title, but right. I did get to do like uh, Jameson re- finding out that Peter is mm. Spider Man. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and it was a thrill for me to see Dan Slott pick that up in Amazing Spider-Man. So like, to see a Dan Slott story illustrated by Stuart Immonen uh, with the ramifications of that, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. It's super cool to see that a thing cool. continue. I think that's still in place now, actually. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's still... Yeah, I know knows, Nick, Nick so. played with it a lot during yeah. his, his run. Um, and like with, with Daredevil, there's such a history of... Um, the next the the current writer screwing over the next writer like introducing elements <laughs> yeah, that they kind of have to pick yeah, up yeah. um and like no i'm of, gonna break him down for real this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like well, like that's part of the joy of that title and um and i know who the next writer is and i know what they're doing and i and i've i've lobbed the hand grenade at them so i know how they're going to handle that's it that's cool which that's, is super cool like actually, i love that yeah. like because i know there's a lot of comic writers who uh, once they leave a series, they can't read it afterwards, 
because and a few of them have said it's like seeing an ex dating someone new like because it could either be good or bad if it's good it sucks for you right if it's bad it sucks for you as well hmm. like i don't know if you ever had that experience like no never no <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember my college i'm looking out the window right now I heard there's an ex he's out there uh... <laughs> i remember my like my, my uh my first like college girlfriend we dated for like a year or whatever and then we went off to different schools and broke mm-hmm. up and it was never really super serious but then like she came to town with her new boyfriend and wanted to have dinner with me I'm like oh that sounds fun and then i met the guy and he was just a hunk he was just like this giant hunk of a man he was like a bouncer who was just like all muscle and he was kind of nice too so all evening i was just tearing him down <laughs> just being a total dick to this guy i've obviously feel i feel quite bad about it now um but like but that's the thing it's like oh they're better than me oh no no that's not i don't want that's that no no you're a hunk yeah but if but if she showed up with a guy who like sucked i'd feel bad as well like oh no she deserves better than that so i feel yeah a lot of writers have that kind of okay. feeling towards comics and comic characters when they leave but i'm lucky because like i've been able to really kind of work with the next writer coming into daredevil and i'm privy to all of their plans right. I was like oh no this is really cool like I actually can't wait to be a reader of that. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you could talk about a bit about the hustle of being in the business of being a creative person and just that that idea of like having to do your your own um, like your own social media stuff. You're a freelancer working with multiple companies. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been kind of reticent to, to sign on for exclusive long term. Yeah. Um, contracts for the big companies and just and then you like you dip into the indie stuff and you do working with image and just kind of that that playground you have to play with. Oh okay. I was gonna say sandbox, but then I <laughs> don't, don't do that. It's one sandbox oh, one sand, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It. Um, it's a lot for sure. I mean I started off as a freelance illustrator and there's there's a hustle to that as well. Um, except the hustle for me was like desperately trying to make my rent every month. Yeah. Uh, whereas now like I'm obviously doing better. Uh, but there's the, the the phrase, you know, make hay while the sun shines. And so I I I definitely have said yes to too many things. Mm-hmm. I've made that mistake mm-hmm. just thinking like, well, it could all end for me in like a year or two yeah. years. Especially as a comic writer because when you look at the history of comic writers most of them get like a five ten year stretch and then they kind of make the rounds on the characters and then they're no longer interesting or cool and then they're kind of they're kind of done they have to figure something else out so i'm I'm, i was constantly like okay okay i gotta pay my mortgage okay i've only got like a few years to do this like i'll say yes to this and like oh i can't turn that that character because i love that character and like making a lot of maybe mistakes along the way um but yeah it's, it's like it's like having three full-time jobs i think yeah at this point um going into 2023 i had 13 projects now, to be fair a lot of those were ones that were just ending or were mini series or yeah. kind of one shots but they were like still 13 books technically i've got that down to six by now and it's like it's starting to feel like maybe manageable that's <laughs> maybe. i you say 13 at that point i just watched an interview with you uh I think it was done in november and you were like i have 10 right now so at least yeah, you yeah, worked yeah. your way down to six <laughs> i know so that's i know, I know. Like, I'm, I'm quite get, happy getting with that there, getting there yeah. the time. and yeah. you're drawing obviously public domain yeah. as well yeah. as writing which obviously is that's a full-time job that, yeah. that's, so, that's so I've, got to, I've got like basically public domain is a full-time job yeah uh writing uh batman is almost on it, itself a full-time job 
Um, but I kind of lumped that in with like Daredevil and a couple other like little kind of company books. And then the in- indie stuff is uh, the other full time job. So like yeah, it's three three full time jobs. <laughs> So why not just drive for a month? <laughs> I hate to add, like, are you st- you're working on the road? Is how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Basically, spent how doesn't it? The, the the month before I hit the road, I I spent most of the time drawing to kind of like because I knew I wouldn't be able to draw on the road. Yeah. My setup's too big, and so yeah, just Full get ahead on that on the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh God, I just got ahead on that, and then um, uh, and then now I have to catch up on the writing. So yeah, pull into a town, hit the hotel. Yeah. Type a couple pages of Batman, go to a signing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe not the smartest move, but it's what I did today whatever. too. It's not getting published, obviously, but but, but still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you have to do it. Yeah, you, you have to write yeah. a couple pages of Batman every day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Everyone does. It's, an, it's the law. Yeah, <laughs> few in mind setting me those pages. <laughs> so you've worked on Batman, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Jughead, Howard the Duck. Uh, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange, Squirrel Girl, Invaders, Namor, X Men, blah 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 blah, tons yeah, and tons. Yeah, is there a character that you're chomping at the bit to work on? And as an artist, can I draw it for you when you do it? <laughs> of course, this whole thing was a setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never had a character that I'm like, I've got on a list that I wanted to write. Yeah. Like, that's just never been the case. I mean, Batman, Spider-Man, maybe. Daredevil was the only title I wanted to write. Right. Um, but almost everything else is, like, totally context-based. Like, when Marvel or DC pitches me a book, um, that's the first time I start really thinking about the character and, and being like, oh, okay, is there a story here? So I don't have anything in my mind. Right. But, if, but if DC said to me, like, Oh, like uh, the Green Lantern. We need a new Green Lantern writer. Do you want to be that? I would go away for a week or two and think, like, do I have a Green Lantern story? Because they did that to me with Flash years ago. Like, I think when Josh was writing it, they wanted someone to be kind of the backup writer for it. And uh, and I love the Flash. Like, it was like one of my favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, And I went away and I thought about it. And I realized I have no stories about a man who runs fast. <laughs> That hasn't been done. That would be worth my time or the yeah. time of the reader. So I said no. And it's weird to say no to a character that you love. But like, yeah. I just, if I don't have it, I don't have it. Like, maybe one day I will. But I guess it also comes out of a bit of a respect for the character that you're like, I don't want to tarnish this with something that's like half-assed if I don't really have no. anything really good. Like, Do you have a Quicksilver almost. story? Yeah, I don't give a it's never about respect for the characters because I don't respect the characters because they they aren't real, but I do respect the readers. Okay, and I respect the fact that they're spending money on this stuff, uh, which seems like a very serious answer from a guy like me. But it's but it's true. Like I don't know. Like yeah. Like a lot of people. Uh, I see online a lot of people are like, oh, I love that you, you know, you get Spider-Man. Like, you, you respect him. I'm like, I don't get him or respect him. Like, like you met I, Peter Parker? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's fictional. I don't respect a fictional character. And as far as get, like, I think everyone who writes the character gets the character. Because yeah. yeah. there, there are so many ways you can write them. There is no, there is no one way or, like, one in. Like, he yeah. doesn't have to be a Mary Jane. Yeah. That's not an essential part of the character. Like... He doesn't have to like succeed or fail or you know be angry or sad and, like none of those are really essential. There's there's so few things to those characters that are actually essential. Yeah, Batman doesn't use guns. 
that's basically the essential part yeah. of Batman. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man has to feel guilty. That's the only essential part of Spider-Man. <laughs> you can, but you can like expand from there. Um, but yeah, in terms of respect, I got no respect for no fiction. Okay? <laughs> I got no time for you. <laughs> like I, yeah, like for me, it's the reader. It's like it's, yeah, my, it's my editor, and it's like his final product. I just want to be proud of the final product. Right. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Can I? Yep, just please. just conversely. Um, just sort of jumping off that, is there any character that you're like, you know, that that is like an established, licensed character that you have no interest? Like, I don't care, and I wouldn't care, and I won't care. So no. You know what? There's one. <laughs> and it's not even that I don't like the character. It's the fact that, like, since I started working at Marvel, everyone's like, oh, you'd be perfect for that character, which kind of automatically makes me not want to do that character, which is Deadpool. Oh. Which I'm just yeah, like checks out. I'm like I love the Makes movies sense. I love the comics I'm just like but like yeah for some reason yeah. I'm just like it's funny when I did a um, I did these series of videos called Chip Class yeah that's we're gonna, gonna ask about that skipping ahead that's fine yeah. but like but like but like during it I kind of list like all the characters I've written yeah yeah and like there's only like a couple that I haven't like it was like a long list and then I like Deadpool I'm like no I haven't. Which is true. My first Marvel job is doing a Deadpool cover. And that's it. That's the only hmm. time I've ever touched the character. And only time you would. And, and, unless something changes. Yeah, like who knows? Who like knows? maybe one day they offer me a gig and I'm like, Deadpool, let me think about it. Oh, okay, I got the idea. He runs fast now. <laughs> Send. <laughs> <laughs> He's become Quicksilver. Yeah, there you go. Take that, readers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't respect them anymore. No. Um, you have a great interest and love of comics and also particularly the history of comics yeah. and that um, the, the lore of the creation of the, the creators and the, how the characters were created and partially um, that's where your came out of yeah um, sorry yeah, thank you. Um, where public domain came out of um, where where did that come from was there a specific thing that kind of clicked that off where you heard a story and you were like oh there's a whole world of stories hidden behind this i mean i mean it all started as a kid just because you want all the information about the comics that you can get and so like things like the marvel bullpen bulletins yeah um like i would memorize things about comic creators and like you just love like i mean stan lee was the ultimate at you know kind of creating personas yeah and they can feel like you know the marvel bulletin was a special place and as you get older you kind of realize that's not the case yeah you graduate from bullpen bulletins to like um, all those the, kind of like the fan magazines from that period like was that like Comics Journal and like oh, what was the other one Heroes something like that yeah um, there there were a few that I would like you know pick up wherever I could uh, interviews with a lot of disgruntled creators <laughs> you're like oh I thought they loved everything they did and all the people they worked with then you learn about Stan Lee yeah yeah um yeah, and people are complex, and these the businesses are still business, and you know there's all these things kind of underneath the surface. So I've, I've always been interested in that, and then um, over the pandemic, I started a, a, a podcast called Manga Explaining, where my friends would explain manga to me. We'd read a different uh, book uh, every week, and I, I kind of I learned through that just like. Um, that there's such a wide range of subject matter and it always seems to be like just like whatever the artist writer is interested in Mm -hmm. 
like we read a book that was about ping pong or a book about like rice or a book about like radio DJs um, whereas in North American uh, market it's like oh is it what genre is it is it a superhero is sci-fi hot this month is mm-hmm. it fantasy yeah like it's 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 always kind of boiled down to those um, so I started to think well, like well what are the things that interest me and I had the sad realization that it's comics <laughs> like the thing I do for a living is also my hobby is also my interest um so i'm like oh my god am i gonna be the hack who does a comic about comics i'm like sure am (laughs) hell yeah so yeah so it's been interesting kind of working on public domain because it's it's not a genre book um it's about a family and about the creation of the character and uh and all the kind of machinations behind the scenes um so it's been super satisfying to to create um and yeah, it feels very different from most of the other stuff I do, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep going. <laughs> if you want no. us to stop, just go. No, 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 no. Get up and walk away, no. flip the table. <laughs> yeah, obviously. It'll make a good end of it. It's the best yeah. way. Um, as a Canadian creator, yeah. do you feel you bring a different perspective, a different kind of thing to a lot of these iconic creators? I know there's a lot, there's a lot more Canadian creators in comics now than there has been in the past I mean Canadian creators like there's at least since I was a kid there are a lot like like John Byrne is like, John was, Byrne. Like, was the yeah. biggest guy ever Tom McFarlane like, was like the biggest yeah, guy true. ever like well that's um, two a, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> the only two that's, fine. <laughs> that's it the only, only two challenge <laughs> I like like uh, uh, spending most of my time in Toronto like there's such a huge comics community there of creators yeah. um, so I don't think I'd bring anything uh, special by virtue of being Canadian maybe the fact that I'm nice like like I think my editors appreciate me like on a personal level yeah, like yeah. well that, not, that's part of it that's I'm, that relationship yeah I'm, I'm I'm generally, this goes far it does generally I'm not a dick <laughs> when I'm dealing with uh, generally generally, yeah. generally yeah. there are I, I yeah. definitely have instances oh, yeah. where yeah, I have been definitely dicks to the people I work with um, but they're few and far between. I think that definitely helps. I don't know if that's like a shared thing with like other Canadian creators. Like I think Jeff Lemire is also just kind of a genial kind of yeah. guy. Um, if Jeff is mad at you, I think it comes out in a different way. He makes a character of you. And <laughs> yeah, kills you like off. That. And... I think if Jeff is mad at you, he's just like, okay, I just don't work here anymore. And he just goes, goes and works somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, if he's Jeff Lemire, you can just do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Jeff. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, uh, I like him. Yeah, I like him. I don't I, know. I don't know. Like, like, like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, does he like like me? <laughs> Pass him a note in gym class. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, on a different note, as a current writer of Batman, um, does Batman have a deodorizer in his cape to uh, stop the bat farts? No, no. The no. farts add to the uh, to the whole deal. Yeah. If you're fighting Batman, he's beating you up, and you also get that stink. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. You don't want to be, yeah. If Batman's fighting you and it's like a pleasant smell, like you're just like, wait a second, you're not actually scary this, at all. This smells like a billionaire. He's got to save like a it for those key moments, though, because he's not very stealthy otherwise, right? This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. yeah. He takes four minute naps and he uh, just stores up his farts for days on end. Yeah, yeah. He does like one half hour fart. <laughs> preferably, preferably to deal with Bane, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's got the mask on, so maybe. Yeah. It was yeah, a talent he learned in the East. He studied with yeah. certain uh, Who did he study fart, with? fart masters. 
Of course. Of course, that's what he does. I no, it's good. Yeah, no, let's expand on that. So yeah. which, which yeah. nationality do you think uh, has the most uh, experience in farts? Hmm. I can't I wait to read this in the comic. I'm not going to say if it's north or south. Like a Polish thing? Oh, maybe. Well, how far east is that? Or a German, like sauerkraut kind of? Okay, all right. I'm on board. Mm. I didn't say far east. Right. Well, east. Yes, that's true. East yeah. is east. Yeah. It's always kind of relative to where people <laughs> are. People in Nova Scotia. And he's been yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Legally, I can't use these ideas, just so you know. <laughs> oh, there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> there yeah. are Batman books. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Which I'm writing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they go home. Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much out of it. Yeah, I don't know. That guy how do you do it? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Cocaine. So much cocaine. Um, the serious answer is uh, fear of letting others down. That's a huge part. Oh, that it's, sounds familiar. Yeah, because when I, when I started doing comics... I'm a very nice lady named Patricia who you should talk to about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, when I started doing comics, I was just doing them on my own, just like black and white things. And I would put up maybe a, a comic every three years, like one issue every three years. Yeah. Because there was nobody, nobody that was like banging down my door like, we need this tomorrow. Right. Um, when I started doing Sex Criminals with Fraction... It was like, oh, now I'm responsible to him. Like, I, I want to show him what I'm doing. And, like, uh, I don't want to let him down or this company down. And so, yeah, that fear of letting your creative partners down. Okay. I've never been laid on a script, which apparently is rare in comics. Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm just terrified of the idea of an artist, like, sitting there not making money to pay the rent. Because I haven't bothered to write a script for them. Yeah. So, uh, so that fear is actually kind of what motivates me. Hmm. Whether it's healthy or not, I don't know. I mean, it just, it just seems like a crappy thing to do, right? Where it's like, I have this thing, and it, I have, there's my deadline. i got to get it done before my deadline, otherwise I'm a, I'm a jerk. Yeah, but I mean, we've all had deadlines that have Oh, yeah, evaporated. absolutely. Like, it's, it's hard, especially when it's a creative thing. I find drawing easier because it's like, I know how long it takes me to draw a page. Right. From beginning to end. I can do it in like eight hours or whatever. Writing a script... One script could take me two days, another script could take me two weeks, and I have no idea before yeah. I start writing it which it's going to be. Right. So it can be challenging like that. Imagine sometimes it's like you know you want to change something, you could un- unravel a whole number of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if you're doing it out of order. Like on Daredevil, there's a point where I was feeding three artists, so like I'd be writing issue ten, even though I haven't started writing issue six. But also, oh, someone's drawing Lord. issue 13. So, you got to really plan it out. But at some point, I realized in one of the issues that a character needed to die. But they show up in a later issue. <laughs> so, it's already being drawn. So, it was like a, it was a, a detective, the partner of the detective. And so, I just I had to rewrite that scene and get the, the artist to add a beard to the character to make it a different character. And then oh, wow. kind of rewrite the dialogue. So dress exactly that. the same and just go to beer. So it's just like sometimes that happens. You just have this unfortunate point where it's like, oh, actually, this helps the story a lot, but okay, it's going to screw up everything. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And beards. I think we got all beards. <laughs> yeah, beards. beards do yeah. cocaine. Yeah. 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 Halfway there? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I think that's. 
probably all the time we have. Thank you very much for yeah, your yeah, time. Yeah, thank you so much. Much really Thanks for it. having me in your beautiful shop. Oh, yeah. thanks. Our shop that yeah, we, we own. own it. We, we own that. It. Sure. And we live here. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and Handy. we're friends. <laughs> we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Could I look smaller in that video? Could wow. I look taller in this video? Could, could I, I could I be seen in much of the video? I don't know. <laughs> big <laughs> yeah, big really. thanks to to Robin Hill City for uh, having yes mostly yes. chairs that were the same. That no. was from half of them were from the next door uh, neighbor. I mean, we got those. Yeah. Keep in mind, if he didn't yeah. have any chairs, we would have just been standing there for thirty minutes while he sat. Absolutely, that <laughs> uh, would have been fine. But yeah, a huge thanks to him for letting us mm-hmm. uh, shoot in his uh, comic shop. Yeah, and interrupt his uh, his, his event. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, his event. Yeah. It was everyone was uh, very very lovely, and it was a great time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, and thanks to Bry's wife Sherry for uh, yeah. helping us out. Yes. with more video work there. Uh, the only professional in the bunch mm-hmm. that <laughs> probably yeah. the only one the only one that knew what they were doing. Well, um, hey, listen and. and, and uh, a, a, and a big thanks to Chip for for Absolutely. letting us Once again. talk to him and listen to yeah. his sage advice and you know really learn something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. It was yeah. just it was, was such awesome. a chill, casual, you know, conversation. It was just a nice chat. And I'm I'm glad yeah. we were able to capture that. And uh, yeah. And Absolutely. also thanks for signing like eight or nine books and also our our wedding <laughs> picture. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, you're waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do sometimes. <laughs> uh, and, and Kyle brought up the fact that in in at the end of uh, that interview, we didn't really give him a chance to, to plug anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to check out some of the work that, uh, that Chip Zdarsky has done, uh, read Batman. Just go read Batman. He's writing Batman, <laughs> for God's sake. Exactly. I was like, we don't need to plug that. He's he's yeah, yeah. Batman. He does a bunch he's of other cool. stuff. He does, you know, he's doing what? He's down to six projects right now. Is that yeah? Yeah, down something like that. He had a ten in November yeah. or something when he did. Go read Batman. Go read Daredevil. Go read Public Domain. Go read Public Domain. Yeah, Public Domain is really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a creator-owned book, and it's 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 quite good. You'll you'll enjoy it. Yes, you. All right. Okay. Bye. See you later. Hear you later. Smell you later. We will. Smell a vision. Incense around. (laughs) I didn't stop.